0: So we're talking this month about tithes and generosity especially as it relates to the pastor in his personal context. And I have with me Alan Thorpe, he's our presbyter and pastors in Albion. Hey Alan, how you doing? Good, thank you. Uh, Alan, why don't you share with us a little bit about uh, tithing, what it it has meant in your life and in your personal context. Yeah, tithing for pastors is Should be a
1: no-brainer. We know what the Bible says about it. But in the context of how we do that as a pastor into our district, it can be a little daunting sometimes. I remember when we moved here from uh, England 18 years ago and found that we had to give two-thirds of our tithes to our district. It didn't seem as much of a privilege then as a duty, I have to say. And so we came to a smaller church, and it was a struggle to be able to make ends meet every week. Week, not even every month, every week. So Monday morning, one of my, uh, they say you don't like Mondays sometimes. I didn't, because I had to go into my office and look at the bills and look at what the offering was and see if they matched, and they didn't always. Mm. And we still had to pay the bills, and so how do you do that? And then to be able to put our tithes into the district, not into the church, seemed like the church needs it more. And I've heard that so many times as a presbyter, but the church needs it more. But it's not about the church needing it. It's about what God's given us. And so we were challenged uh, personally, and then as a church, as we discussed this, how do we move forward with this? Uh, Do I do the wrong thing Mm -hmm. and not tithe, or just give less, or do we do the right thing? And part of our discussion was looking at the scriptures, and the scriptures that came to us particularly as we were uh, facing this was from the Proverbs where it says, without a vision, the people perish. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of our uh, leaders at the time pointed out that it doesn't say without finance, the people perish, but Mm -hmm. without vision. And so we had to look at what God was saying and we wanted to do the right thing. And uh, we did that. We gained the vision that God had given us and uh, through time and through persistence and through just being uh, really real with one another. And. Facing the challenges together, we were able to get to the point where not only our finances were in a healthy place, but now uh, we're in a different facility that God provided for us uh, in a miraculous way.
0: You know, it it reminds me too, you talk about process, and sometimes we want the outcome immediate. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be faithful to the Lord this week, that means next week the clouds will part, the sun will shine, the rain will stop, and we'll be in a good place. But sure. sometimes it takes a season of faithfulness, yes. and it really tests our faith when, when we have to be faithful and there's not an immediate return on our faithfulness.
1: That's, that's true. It was certainly true for us and it was true for our church. Our church had to see that. They had to see that both for themselves but in a very practical way. We, we certainly worked out after a little while there. It, the way that God brought our new uh, building for us was Four years before we found the new building for us, we moved house. We Mm -hmm. lived in the church parsonage, and we moved out. We bought our own house, and it ends up being literally a stone's throw from where our new facility is Mm -hmm. now. We had no idea, no clue. And the church saw us get that house and heard us share our testimony. We felt that God was saying to us, and we'd never, until we came here, worked full-time. It was always a a part-time job. And so we, we worked uh, in so many different ways to raise money for our family. We have a large family. But God's always provided, always. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but the one promise that we still hadn't had was that he, he would provide a home for us. And he spoke that to my wife many years ago. And during the process of being faithful and teaching the church that if we're honoring God, he'll honor us. Mm-hmm. He provided us with a house. Long story short, he told us not to get a mortgage. And he would provide, that's Mm. just not done. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, name it and claim it, but it's just not normally done. But we had to obey that. We had to obey God. God, if you want us to have this house, then it's going to have to be provided supernaturally. And God provided supernaturally. Somebody came and gave us the the money to pay the house Mm. off. So we have Mm -hmm. a house without mortgage. And the church saw that, saw us doing it all, all up. And then we're able to believe for, themselves for the church, and that was the next step for us.
0: You know, one of the things that we're doing is visiting some of our assumptions, and we have the assumption that everyone tithes but that assumption doesn't always play out in reality. And uh, you might be going through a dry spell in your finances and and it's a test of faith, it really is. It's an exercise of faith. But uh, I want to encourage you, be faithful to God and God will be faithful to you. We're not doing this series out of need or necessity, Uh, our our, uh, district finances are okay, but um, uh, realizing just from the rhythms of our annual conversations with our credential holders that some Sometimes uh, we need encouraged, just like we encourage others. So friends, be encouraged. God is faithful, and He'll be faithful to you. Thanks for listening, and we hope that you found value in this message. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe and share it on your social media to encourage others to tune in using the hashtag #MyPendel. Thanks again, and God bless.